Well, Jane's niece, Betty, who a month ago married Carl Neff, the nephew of Mr. Race's wealthy business partner, returned from her honeymoon alone and heartbroken. She and Carl have quarreled. Betty is living with the Aces. And Carl, who doesn't want his uncle to know, is living somewhere alone. This episode takes place in two scenes. The Aces' bungalow and then to Mr. Race's office. But first to the bungalow. Mr. Race is laying down the law to Betty, who just sulks. And here it is, three days you're back in town, and no sign of a compromise between you and Carl. Well, let me tell you, young lady, that you better start a big making-up scene if you know what's good for you. Dear, it's after nine. You're late for the office. There won't be any office to go to if she doesn't go to Carl and have this thing over with, because if Mr. Neff finds out that I've been harboring her here in my home, that I knew all along about this ridiculous childish quarrel and didn't tell him about it, well, he'll just pull out of the business, that's all, and then where will we be? Do you understand that? Yes, I understand, I'm not yes. talking to you, Jane. I'm talking to Betty. Oh, I thought you Now, were... look, Betty, you're a sensible girl. I've always said you were. Yes, you did, Betty. I've always said you had a good mind. Yes, you did, Betty. I've always... Yes, you did, Betty. Jane, will you... Please, I'm a nervous man. Well, I'm only trying to help you out here. I don't need any help. You've been talking to her for three days now, haven't you? Well, sort of haphazardly. Haphazardly? Yes, but today I'm really going to talk to her because it is getting serious now. Three days is a long time. He might forget all about her. He'll get mad and go away somewhere. You know how they say, out of sight, out of town. Who says? I do. Oh, will you, <clears throat> Betty, will you please do something about this? Don't let Mr. Neff find out this thing has been going on. Make up with Carl. Send back that mean coat that he doesn't want you to have. You can make that little sacrifice, can't you? And if he doesn't want you and him to live with his uncle in that big home, well, let it go at that. For the time being, can't you take an apartment as he wants you to? That's not so terrible it... Oh, what's the use? I give up. Yes, it's like talking to a deaf wall. You better let me, dear. She'll listen to me. Well, Jane, if she doesn't, don't be surprised if you and I have to move into some little one-room apartment. Because when Mr. Neff finds out that they've been back in town and separated, and I knew all about it, well, I'd just rather not think about it. Oh, that's it. Don't think about it, dear. Uh, see you at dinner. The way I feel now, I won't want any dinner. Yes, you will. We're having spaghetti with your favorite meat sauce. Oh, goody. See? Goodbye, dear. Don't take any wooden Indian. Oh, isn't that all? Now, Betty. Well, thank heaven that's over. Yes. Now, Betty, I'm going to talk to you like a Dutch aunt. All right, I'm in for it. Get it over with. Yes. Now, you've got to go to Carl and make up. You heard what your uncle said about Mr. Neff. Do you want a real nut? That's all it means to my uncle, his bread and butter. What do you mean, bread and butter? It doesn't matter to him that my heart is broken. He doesn't care if I've been insulted and accused of having married Carl for his uncle's money. That doesn't mean anything to him. All he cares about is Mr. Neff and the real estate business. He knows what side his bread's buttered on. How can you say that? You heard him say the way he feels he won't even want spaghetti, and that's his favorite Oh, and Jane, will you please not talk about it? I certainly will, and I won't mince meat. You've got to go to Carl and make up. Never. If he's interested in making up, why doesn't he come here? That's not the question. Why don't you go to see him? It's easier for him to come and see me. It's easy come, easy go. Oh, and Jane, please. Don't please me, or do please me, and go and make up with him. You heard my answer, and that's final. Oh, no, it isn't. Now, look, Daddy, I've always said you were a sensible girl. I always said that you had a good mind. Where have I heard that before? 
your uncle just said it, remember? And I say it, too. And you heard your uncle say that if you don't make up with Carl and Mr. Ness finds out, it'll ruin us. We'll have to move into a tiny one-room apartment where you push the sink and it's a bookcase. All on account of you. How would you like that? All on account of me? Yes. None of you would stop to think that maybe Carl's wrong about this. You're all on his side. We are not, Betty. We're not on anybody's side. We're neuter. Well, if you're not on anybody's side, why do all of you pick on me? Why don't you leave me alone? Can't I leave my own life? I made my bed, now I'll lie in it. Well, I don't mind if you lie in it, Betty, but do you have to get up on the wrong side of it? So you think I'm wrong? I thought so. That's the sympathy I could expect from my own aunt and uncle. And Marge, too. I know what she thinks. Now, Marge didn't say any such thing. I heard her this morning before she left. Oh, he's dipping, huh? Calling me obstinate and saying I need a spanking. Nobody stops to think that maybe Carl's obstinate. Maybe he needs a spanking. Oh, no, there's only one side to this argument, isn't there? No, there are two sides. And I should hope so. Your side and the right side. Now, there you go again. I won't stand for it. If I'm not welcome here, just say so. Oh, you are welcome, Danny, but it's just that you've got a husband. I had a husband. Well, you don't talk like that. Suppose somebody heard you now. You know how gospel travels. Now, you know you're going to make up with him later. Why not do it now before Mr. Neff finds out that you're back in town like this? Mr. Neff's going to be on my side of this argument. Oh, yes, he will. He was the one who told me I could keep that check he gave me and buy myself a wedding present. He was the one that wrote me and said he wanted calling me to come and live with him. He's lonesome. He needs company. And if his own nephew can't see it that way, then it's all right with me if I never see Carl again. Now, Betty, you know you don't mean that. You're just mad. That's why you fly off the teeth that way. And you lose your temper. You're a regular little campfire. And you say things now that you'll be sorry for later. Yes, you will. And if you don't go back to Carl now, you'll never forget him if you live to be as old as McCushla. I'll take that, Sam Sam Jane. Well, you're running your whole life. Well, no, but it's my life, and I can do what I like with it. Yes, I know. You buttered your bed, and now you're going to lie in it. Well, let me tell you, Betty, a wife has to take the bitter with the better. When things are better, she has to wait till they get better. And if you don't, you better. After all, you were lucky to get a fellow like Carl. I was lucky. Yes, you were. As pretty as you are. No bouquets, please. You're welcome. Because how many fellows do you know as nice as Carl, with an uncle with that much money? You can count him on one finger. Carl, that's all. Now just put that in your hat and smoke it. And who introduced you to Carl? I did. And your uncle. Why, if your uncle hadn't been in business with Mr. Ned, you never would have met Carl, much less married him. And this is the thanks we get for it. This is the way you recuperate. Well... I'll think it over. There's nothing to think over. I'm going to meet him halfway. Halfway? Yes. That would be about uh, 14 through? No, I mean, if he'll consent to have us live with his uncle, I'll give up the mink coat. Oh, well, now we're getting somewhere. You ought to do that. I'll call up your uncle for office. Well, Mr. Knapp, I didn't expect to find you here. You get out of this office as late as this every day? Oh, no, no, no. I just had a little something to do around the house. I was a little detained. I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. Forget it. Yes, you see, uh, forget it? Sure. What's a few minutes here and there? Oh, yes, yes. What's the... Yes? I'm taking a new slant on things now. I'm going to sit back a little and relax. Try to enjoy life a little more than I have been. After all, none of us last forever, you know. Yes, well, that, that's 
quite a change for you. Well, what of it? Oh, oh, nothing, nothing, Mr. Neff. I'm just agreeably surprised. That's fine. That's a nice outlook to have. Yes, I think so. Yes, it certainly is. I got to thinking. After all, I've had a pretty busy life, busy making money mostly. Now I'm along in years, I want to take things a little easier. Enjoy myself. I see. Yeah, yes. And that's... now with the kids coming back soon. The kids coming. Yes, Betty and Carl. Oh, oh, yes, yes, Betty. Well, it's going to be a great kick for me to have them in that house enjoying the comforts of things I was too busy to enjoy all these years. Oh, so Well, that's... do you know, I made a sort of a tour through the place last night. I saw rooms there that I hadn't been in in years. Beautiful rooms. Magnificently furnished, just going to wait. Uh, eh, they're going to get a kick out of that. Oh, they're going to move in with you. Yeah. yeah. I wrote Betty a week or so ago and told her when they got back they're coming to live with me. I can imagine the kick she got out of that. <laughs> and Carl, too. Yes, I can. Uh, <clears throat> uh, when uh, when are you expecting them? Well, she wrote me they'd be gone another three weeks. I didn't want to rush them. That ought to bring them back next week sometime. Oh, next week. Yeah, yeah, just time enough to give me a chance to get the place in shape for them. I'm having the whole upper floors repainted. Then went in this morning. Started work on it. <laughs> That's what I came to see you about. Uh, about the paint job? Yeah. Uh, no, no, oh, not the paint job. It's about that, though. Huh? Oh, well, I mean, <clears throat> well, I, I won't be able to sleep there until they get that paint smell out. So I thought if you could put me up at your place for a few days... At our... Uh, oh, you mean you... Yes, uh, I got to thinking that the room Betty had there is not being used. Oh, the room Betty I had. I don't like to throw money away on hotels. I don't like hotels anymore. Oh, I see. Well, <laughs> that is... Uh, well, yes, I, I'd certainly like to have you on the... Uh, well, that's how I happened to be so late this morning, Mr. Neff. You see, we're having that room of Betty's repainted, too. Oh, you are? Yes, uh, Mrs. Ace happened to think that this would be a good time to... Oh, isn't that a shame? If you'd only have told us. Well, I only decided last night. Oh, that's a shame. Have they started work already? Oh, yes, 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 they did. Oh. In fact, that's what I was discussing with Mrs. Ace this morning. That made me so late. The color scheme that she wants... Oh, uh, excuse me. Uh, yes. Uh, hello? Oh, uh, hello, Jane. Hello. I just had a talk with Betty here. Uh, how's the paint job coming? That's good. Oh, that's good. Did they started painting already? Is this Lord 4022? They have. They're painted the ceiling? Is this you here? Yes. Well, you must be on a busy wire. I heard somebody talking about painting. Oh, they're painting the walls, too, huh? The borders? Well, I don't know what color. Uh, what color is the ceiling? No, no, I didn't say anything about ceiling. Is it blue? No, no, no. Is it red? No, no, no. I'm not having Well, it's a fast thinking on Mr. Ace's part to keep Mr. Neff from moving in at the Ace's bungalow. But how much longer can they keep the secret from Mr. Neff? Well, we learn when next we meet the Easy Aces.